0: This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. Where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is
1: Joshua Teehee, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno, and Maya
2: solana McDaniel, shodan and student at Aikido Fresno. She did it? She Someone, did it. Someone,
1: something with the place that
2: yeah. Black, black belt? Yeah. yeah.
1: Shodan, I still haven't shodan figured it out. Good.
2: Yeah.
1: Shodan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shodan is, I think, the correct. It's only been three weeks.
2: Yeah. You have some Get, time. Call me a break.
1: You have some time still.
2: <laughs> I the rest of my life to figure the it out. The
1: rest of my life. So, uh, Grant Templin, who is a wealth of uh, ideas for us lately. Yep. Yep. He's he uh, submitted uh, to tre- Treasure Trove. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had another one that we sort of used as a jumping off point uh, for this uh, episode that we're going to talk about. So uh, while it's not a hundred percent like answering the question, maybe even close. Uh, it <laughs> maybe
2: even close to answering his It question. probably
1: doesn't answer the question at all. But this is to answer it, Grant Timblet's question, we're probably not going to answer right but, now. But uh, no, because I want to say that because he spurred the question. Right, like he right. gave that's us totally the true. inspiration. Yeah, inspirado, whatever. It is. <laughs> Inspira- inspirado. I'm pretty sure no, that's that right. word. Inspirado. Anyway, inspirado. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know? So, uh, Chris, you want to set this up? Uh, for us, a little better than I just did.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you did a great job. <laughs> Josh uh, is
2: like Josh, uh, <laughs> bump set right into the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right. That's right. Um, so it's kind of hard to get at this stuff, but basically, uh, Grant temple's question was: um, Do do you, as sensei, ever take Kimi during the techniques to show how it works? Um, and when Grant had asked that question, I was like, "Oh, that actually kind of leads into something else that I want to talk more about, which is like that." Technical choices are not made because of an aesthetic or a personal choice. Technical decisions are made because that is what you have to do to efficiently handle whatever situation is arising. And I think, you know, when I say it like that, people would say, well, yeah, of course, but no one – really does that or like, I don't know. Maybe no one's very dramatic, but, do, right. but yeah, people do. But, but I think, especially when you're talking about traditional martial arts and people who aren't doing a lot of sparring and fighting and stuff, they're, they're not, they're thinking that, well, I'm going to stand this way because it's cool or right. I like it or it, you know, whatever. And they, they make up a reason about why they want to do that thing because it's neat. But like, the truth is all the Kamae we have exist because they actually answer right. a question.
1: Uh, so this is interesting because this came up uh, in videos we were doing yesterday. Or yeah, whatever and that there. was
0: inspired by um, uh, another one of our listeners
1: uh, because he was asking uh, about kamae. Yeah, and what kamae are good for the for the Joe? Um, and it's interesting because we do have these various kamais, and we and we do them, and we know about them, and we can tell you what they're called, and we can you know. And I want to say it wasn't until really very recently, like within the last three, four, or five years, that like I really began to understand what each of them was and how like purpose built they were, and what and you know what the purpose for it was, right. other than um like you said, it looked a certain way or it felt good at the time for right. the thing, right? And I think that is also some of the problem. Because I think some things will just like work out well when you're in that situation. So you were talking about the dog brothers fight and how you kept wanting to go uh, into like a kankamai uh-huh. with the stick, uh, and then kept being like, "Well, I know all this other stuff," and you would move into a different Kamai and it would right. feel crappy, and you would be like, "Well, forget that." Forget that, right? right. So that's an a, a uh, an a example where like. You know, at the time, you probably didn't think give any thought to like why one was different, or the you know, it was only later. But kinkomai felt good, right? And so I think that's another thing that that that's kind of a a, a problematic because we just will do things, and it's like, well, yeah, it feels appropriate for that situation, um, without really understanding why, or without right. you know, right, 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 right. I
2: think that's the difficult thing is like we've talked about this before on the podcast where we've talked about like. Do this thing a whole bunch and, like, you'll figure out what feels right to you based on, like, how your body moves and stuff. And I think that is, like, it's good advice. But what scares me about that is if you're not used to using your body or used to moving around with a weapon or whatever, then, like, what feels good might not actually be right. what is. Right. Sometimes right.
1: you do stupid things. Right. 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 And
2: like the, the less familiar you are with like live situations or like using your body or these things, then like you're going to do stuff. I mean, I think about like a perfect example is like teenage boys do all kinds of shit, like flipping knives and oh, doing yeah, stuff. And they're like, they're convinced because it feels so good to them. It feels so cool to them that like that is what would really happen so or th- that looks cool.
1: The reverse grip. Uh, oh reverse grip knife yeah oh man perfect to me that's the perfect example of this where people that's what you got to be if you're knife fighting that's the except for if you really think about it like that's not what you want to do it, it, unless you're trying to keep that weapon away from someone, you know? Right.
0: It's funny, man. Another one of those is uh, when you give anyone a stick or a sword and they don't they don't train, they will um, do this little, like, swing from the wrist where they let go with their pinky uh, and they yeah, swing yeah. it around in mm-hmm. uh-huh. this little, you know, like, and they usually make this kind of face like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's... Oh, and man. every time I see that, I'm Saucy. like, what the fuck is that exactly? What is that thing you're up to there? But I know, you know, Highlander did it or something. And so, like, oh, right. that's what you do. It's a new sword. <laughs> (laughs) And I really think that like, you know, that that kind of stuff comes from like movies. And so like they watch a movie and in a movie, because the people making the movie don't know anything about conflict, they 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 have something that looks cool. And then someone sees it and they're like, oh, I'm going to do that thing when I'm in conflict, you know, and it's like, no, that thing's probably stupid. It's weird. It's weird, you know, or they'll use things that do really exist in martial arts. But it's like. That's not what it's for. So why would you stand that way? You know, I see this a lot with, um, uh, so it's kind of like weights engaging guard is what you call it, or uh, we call banji no kamai, but it's a tip down high position position. Uh, weapon hold and you see people doing this a lot and that's a defensive position right like that's what it's for it defends angles lots of different angles but it's like people will be using it as their like attacking position uh, you know right, right. And saying weight's engaging guard is actually kind of bad because weight did use it to engage but in a different way <laughs> in a different way than right, than right. these people would you know like so it's just funny to see stuff that's like well that's not how you would use that you know
2: it's so funny, Chris and I, so this is sort of a little bit of a sidebar, but huh. Chris and I were, yeah, we've never done that before. What sidebar? Um, sidebar. Uh, we had a new kid in kids' class last night, and, um, and you know, uh, kids are kids, um, but, you know, we all kind of worked with him in, in different parts of the class, and, um, like, uh, I forgot what Chris asked me, but he was like, did he ask you if he like or did he tell you that he knew about something already or something and he was i was showing him roles and um he kind of kept being like oh yeah i like i've rolled before or, like whatever but like we, I, we were both laughing at the like all like a lot of new people do this thing where they go like oh yeah like or they they try and kind of cover up how little they know because they know they know nothing right, right. but they they really want to come out of the gate kind of showing that they know something right. yeah. or like kind of yeah. covering up for that they know nothing so
1: they grab on to the one thing that they know which yeah. is like we stand like this because i've seen this before right so he get in there yeah he
0: used to embarrass me like to that. no end when i would go into like a hardware store with my grandpa and and there would be some subject he didn't know about and he would act like he knew about it and i would be listening to him and i'm like you, you don't, don't know, know what this I fucking guy is talking about. <laughs> yeah, you don't know anything he's talking about. And and that I think like that's kind of. A uh, lot of
2: people do it. And yeah, like, I mean, kids, common. I mean, clearly this kid was, is what, like 11, 10 or 11. Oh, and yeah. he's already full it. into right. like, con- trying to convince us that right. he, he knew something. And it's so funny because like, he's got the issue no one else everyone else is like of course you don't know anything right, this is your right. first we're day right like, here, course, and right. we're, we're so willing to like give so many breaks and you know we're not holding him to the standard of the other kids like and the other kids are being super nice nobody's bullying him or anything but people come in with this like mentality of like i've got to show everybody that i right, know stuff right, right um even though it's my first day but i really think that that informs how both children and adults kind of approach a lot of this shit and i think it, it really goes to to you know back up the idea that like when people are doing these things like ooh, look at me flipping this weapon or right. whatever it's spinning
1: like, spinning back whatever
2: the people who do know what what's Spin, going on i can, back whatever. I can <laughs> guarantee that they're not convinced by that shit right right and it if anything i think it has the opposite mm. effect which is like ooh, look how little you know you know right by trying to like pretend and cover up that you do know something um I don't know. See, once again, it was a sidebar. I
1: don't know where that no, was going. But yeah, I but know, yeah. it's. I think it's normal. I think you, normal, I I think guess. you can kind of see it all all the time. So I remember uh, we were at uh, Combat Con, and uh, we were doing at the end of this class, we were doing a saber fighting thing, and at the end of the class, they did like a little sparring stuff. Um, and uh, you know, a couple of the mostly it had just been kind of like on the line, like as sparring happens, and this guy was like. One the the guy who I was coming up against is like, hey, can I essentially run around like a crazy? Is what he? I mean, that's what he ended up doing. But uh, you he was know, like he, he wanted to get off. The he line. was like, hey, do I have to just you know what? And the instructor was like, no, do whatever you want. And so he's doing all this crazy stuff, and I'm just standing there, like, just defending myself, like, okay, okay, was that like, is that helping you any? Right. You know, Um and it just it. And, but I understand from his standpoint of, like, what he thought he was doing um, was something much different than what might have actually been right, happening, right, you know? Right, right, And I think that's another thing that comes off, especially when you're doing, like you said, traditional martial arts or, you know, stuff that, that doesn't have— There's no pressure. Th- right, yeah. and it doesn't have real feedback right. in a way that right. will give you—because you'll get the answer right off, like, like in the Dog Brothers fight. You got your answer, which is like, no, those commands are no good for what I'm doing right now. Right, right. Um, But you can only have that if you're in a a real competition because even if you're doing forms like Joe forms or whatever with even weapon forms, the feedback isn't real. Right. And so a lot of times it's like you think you're doing the awesome thing. And it's like, eh, I, I probably not, you yeah. know, like I felt that way a lot when we were doing uh, a lot of weapons in the park this summer where it was like going through the forms, man. Who, boy. I felt real good. But then I'm like, mm, I don't know what that means. Right. You know, like, I don't know what that translation is to anything else other than me doing the forms. Right. You know,
2: especially, I mean, just to kind of add on to what you're saying, like, Especially when you're doing forms training, and especially when it's in how most traditional martial arts schools are, which is like really young people or older people. Like, if you're a youngish, fit-ish person or someone who's interested in going a little harder, like it's not hard to be like, "Oh yeah, I just did it," because
0: <laughs>
1: right, right, you know, and that's, because I think- like
2: you're you're working with people who are either like you know you know fifteen or like. Seventy, and it's really not very hard. Or people that are just being chill and are doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is just practicing their skill and, and forms. Like, it's really not very hard to pat yourself on the back and make yourself feel like you just owned them, right. you know, or you just right. did right. a badass thing. Right? um It's it's so easy to kind of inflate your own ego, and if there's no one who especially if it's like a club or there's not a sensei or a sensei is not watching, it's really easy to kind of get away with that shit yeah. for a long time. Yeah.
0: There has to be like, in order to find out what works, there has to be a pressure because, you know, especially if you're like stronger, faster, fitter, younger than other people you're training with, you could even be doing some kind of sparring, but you could get away with lots of shit that you wouldn't yeah. get away with, with people who you're equal.
2: Yeah. Because you know? they can't put the amount of pressure <laughs> right. that you need. Right. That's right. To really and see.
0: so you can have weird stances or weird techniques or weird time or weird whatever and it's like you get away with it now if you were in a bunch of other people who were as good as you or better you wouldn't get away with any of that shit you know like you would look like a fool and then you would learn what really did work for you you know
2: I think this is why and and I don't know once again I talk about this group a lot but I I find it interesting the the women's grappling group that I'm in a lot of the time that I see posts about this kind of subject where I think women find it frustrating because oftentimes they're physically much smaller than their male opponents um, they find it really frustrating because they roll with these guys who are, you know, young and fit, or maybe not young and fit, but plenty just bigger big. than them. Yeah. And like they're rolling really technically um, and maybe even trying hard, but guys that are much bigger or whatever are, are just able to do wild spastic do shit whatever. and like yeah. put them at risk enough so that they have to tap. Or, you know put them in situations that are dangerous so they feel like oh like i gotta you know dip out of this situation because i just it's it's too dangerous and it's it's they feel frustrated because they can't challenge those guys in the same way that the guys can fully challenge them right and i think this is frustrating for like women that are like you know have ranked up to like brown belt or purple sure. belt like they're sure. like I'm rolling really well, and I have the skill, but I just can't provide the amount of pressure or challenge to these guys that are so much bigger than me.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's sucky. In in those lines, I used to train with a professional football player, and uh, he was a beast. He was just a just a beast, a beast, you know. Like, and I I, oh, I think when I say that, unless you've been around professional athletes, you don't get it. That it's like you know, I am a really athletic, physically capable person, and he made me feel like a little kid sometimes. You know, just he just so powerful mm-hmm. and fast. And he asked me one day, he's like, he's like, hey, do you think think i'm ready to take a blue belt test for brazilian jiu-jitsu and i go, like, no dude n- nowhere near and he's like yeah but i'm tapping everybody and i said yeah but you don't know jiu-jitsu like you're just you <laughs> you're are just strong yeah. like you you could never pass what you know along to someone else other than genetically i mean you could have a bunch of babies and maybe they're all born blue belts like you were or something you know but but like
1: you, you <laughs> just my plan <laughs> you
0: can't pass it on so you have no technical understanding and i think it's easy to confuse like you know if there is no pressure, it's easy to just think, well, you can kind of choose to do whatever you want, you know? Right. And and whether that's pressure because you're sparring and you're physically better than them or you're just never doing any live training. Um, but if there's no pressure, then you just don't know what works and what doesn't work, you know? Yeah.
2: Um,
0: or what works when is probably what right. I should say. You right. know, I think a lot of times people are doing stuff that that's a, a valid thing to do, but not right now. Right. You know? Right. It doesn't make any sense now. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: Not to make the discussion more complicated, but I was thinking about this with when you mentioned the dog brother story where you realized that Ski Kamae is not what you wanted to do in that situation. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because that that obviously tipped off uh, a whole journey for you Mm -hmm. and you afterwards went, why did that work and Ski Kamae didn't? Mm -hmm. Um, However, I think that just putting yourself in that situation and having that experience isn't necessarily enough to to learn why that stuff works. You have to actually ask the question, why did this work? Why didn't that work? And I think that this is sort of an issue that happens in the martial arts world and especially in Aikido where they they put themselves into a situation and something works or doesn't work. And they go, hmm, that's great, or that sucks. and Yeah, they just I'll tr- do
0: that or I won't do that. right?
2: And they just, they jump straight to the conclusion drawing, which is, I like this, I don't like this, or I'll use it or I won't use it. Right. But there was no, like, why did this work or why didn't it work? Right. And that, if you had just done that, then you would just go, Ken Kamae's great, and Ski Kamai sucks. And then you would just teach all your students only the stuff from yeah, Ken right. Kamai. Do Ken Kamai.
1: Do Ski Kamai, guys. Would be real great. None
2: of yeah. your students would know Ski Kamai at all. Right. And, you know, the, the shitty
1: part is that if you were good enough and you had students who were good enough they could probably get away with that sure. like you could and i think this is another thing that happens is like because the people who are showing the things or teaching the things or whatever are are so good at what they do and especially again if we have no pressure they c- you could get away with it right. cuz you could you can if if there is no pressure and and or you are very good it's like these guys in jiu jitsu you can just choose to do whatever you want. Yeah. Right. If I'm wrestling with a five year old, you can do whatever. I can do yeah. whatever I want. Yeah. Right. Or if I'm, fi- you know, um. And so I think that's the the other thing is that I think some people get like build up a a level of skill that allows them to think that they are better than they are or have a a better understanding because maybe even they can do it. Right. 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 Um. But that again is very limiting because it's. You can only do it as as long as the things are working in your favor.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I think that's the case with a lot of these masters, and I won't um, – um, I'm going to say as vague as possible. A, the way
2: you a, said masters said it all.
0: A lot of these masters, right, like who um, have – all their students are like tiny emaciated or people who couldn't run a block, you know, like this is all their students. And then every, all their students are like, that guy is so amazing. It's like, well, yeah, that guy's worked out for five or six years and he's robust and like a little athletic. And so like, yeah, to you, he seems like a God, but put that guy around other guys. They're also athletic. He's not going to look like that anymore. You know,
2: I cracked myself. Once again, another sidebar. I cracked myself up today. Um,
1: <laughs> I cracked myself.
2: Um. Well, I was looking for a, a mouth guard for for stuff because uh-huh. you like teeth.
1: Because I like in your my mouth. teeth,
2: in my mouth, and
1: solidly rooted.
0: Right.
2: I, it's funny. So I looked in that women's grappling group for for recommendations on mouth guards because they all wear them. Um. And people were posting pictures of themselves having teeth partially cracked or knocked out, and they were like, "Yeah, this dental work was six thousand yeah, dollars. So get a ten dollars mouth, yeah. mouth guard." <laughs> I mean, some of these women are paying up to hundred bucks for like these really great custom mouth guards, yeah, but sure. that's still way better than they're probably
0: spending two hundred bucks, two hundred and fifty bucks a month on their jujitsu. So it's true.
2: Um so anyway, I was looking at this this mouth guard that was recommended and you know, they're like around twenty bucks. Um and uh they had like these different levels of mouthguards right like ones you know pro level ones right. like they have all these names and um the one that was like the you know the toughest one am, yeah. um said you know MMA, BJJ football, rugby you know like high mm-hmm. impact and it's funny because I was looking at that compared to the one that said like lacrosse, soccer you know these mm-hmm. other sports. La-cross. Lacrosse. Lacrosse, yeah. soccer oh, uh, that, baseball. That'll really irritate some lacrosse,
0: some lacrosse <laughs> No but it was funny
2: because I was looking at them That's and I was like so
1: it, not mine. partially
2: I do want it for BJJ, um, and and for some of the aikido stuff that we're doing because we do collide with each other. But I I was like, are is what we're doing, and is it the BJJ that I'm doing the level of like football, rugby, right. like the highest level, or, or are and you I you to lacrosse, level. right? And I had to really like kind of look inward and go,
0: it might be I'm, a
1: lacrosse. I'm, I'm doing a lacrosse. lacrosse.
2: It's lacrosse, so I got the lacrosse one, like that
1: level, which is one step down. That also made me laugh, Maya. (laughs) While you made yourself laugh today, (laughs) you also made me laugh. So,
0: if it makes you feel any better, when I was doing uh, <laughs> uh hardcore uh, mixed martial arts stuff, I went to Walmart and bought one for about six dollars, and right. that's the one that stayed in my bag forever, and it, it worked just fine. Yeah, so all the the,
2: fine. the the yeah, all the women were saying like, oh, like it's nice to have one that doesn't like poke you in your mouth no, or you I, know, yeah. like make you want to gag. And so I was like, I'm gonna get one that I, I think people say is more comfortable sounds for them. Good. So I was paying for my own comfort. Yeah, to be sounds you know. good, but. I don't think I'm uh, at the football level. Okay, lacrosse. All right. Lacrosse, lacrosse is, yeah, a, I mean, it's a
0: diligent sport. It's serious. I, I mean, lacrosse people is.
2: run into each other. Yeah, that? absolutely. They you know? got
0: sticks. They run yeah. around. Yeah. That's the level yeah. of what we're doing. It's I no think. high lie. No high lie, God. that is a fucking dangerous sport. It is too, man. They kill you with that ball. It's like yeah, 200 man. miles an hour. That fucking thing flies around. Crazy. Yeah. Sorry.
2: Um, what were we talking about? I totally distracted from the conversation. <laughs> I apologize.
1: <laughs> and I had like such a good point that I was going to make. It's totally lost now. I gotcha, like huh? it was gonna be so good, uh, and now I totally just forgot what it was. well, so I, did...
2: I feel like maybe we kind of distracted from the point that you wanted to make Chris about like that people don't understand what they're doing or why they do the things that they do and so what did you want to really get it yeah well
0: i'll give you a good example of that um and and this is this is a thing i kind of do a lot now because i think it's it's clever and witty but uh one of my students uh we were talking and she said um so like ski coat a guy she's a good thing to do uh when someone tries to punch you right and I, I nearly fell down, right? Like, I mean, I nearly fell down because, I mean, I specifically have made videos about this and railed on this subject many times. And, uh, and, and I was like, well, all right, let's talk through it. And I said, so what are you going to do when someone punches at you? and and she's like well not not get hit and i was like yep okay that's a good place to start so how are we going to not get hit you know and and we talk about how you're going to do it and, and we're able to get basically to where the kodageish happens right and and so as we talk through it we get there and i said okay so now what do you do and she'll well kodageish. and i said all right would it be easier to do kodageish or to punch the person and she's like what and i said just just you know forget that you know any aikido is it is it simply easier and faster to punch someone when you're in this position or to twist their wrist with Kodagai? And she's all, well, I think punching's easier. I said, okay, okay. Now, would it be easier in this position to grab them in a bear hug and wrestle them to the ground? Or would it be easier to grab their wrist and twist it until they fell on the ground? And she said, well, really? I think it would be easier to just bear hug yeah. them and wrestle them to the ground. And I was all, well, so why would ski geish be good to do off of a punch? And she's like, well, because we do that in Aikido. And I was like, all right, well, why would I keto prescribe to do that, you know? And and then eventually I, I got out a weapon and I show how guys can disarm someone and how a bear hug with someone with a weapon is a bad idea and punching someone with a weapon is a bad idea, you know? And I talk her through it and she's like, okay, I get it. But it's like, you know, to her, it's like she's seen people seemingly punch at someone else and then them get caught So to her, I mean, she doesn't, you know, she, she does this like a hobby. It's yeah, just fun yeah, for yeah. her, you know? And so she's not like cracking the internet open, trying to learn what, what ski Kota does. And so, you know, it, it was hard for her to figure that out. And then like, you know, the second I said, it's easier to punch or easier to wrestle. She looked at me like, why the fuck are you teaching? <laughs> you know, like, why are you doing that? You know? And so, so I think that's the kind of thing where it's like, well, there must be some secret reason as to why that's good, or or all things are just absolutely equal. Right. Punching is equal to wrestling, is equal well, to so
1: twisting that, wrists, that, to
0: equal to kicking. That's
1: what I think. That that's when I see the majority of. So you know, I'm like a normal person now, and all of these little like reels pop up in all of my social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or whatever I'm looking at. They got all these little, you know, four second, seven second people doing whatever, right? Sweet stuff. And uh, because uh, I know you guys and we do what we do, uh, it's I get a bunch of stuff. So yeah, I get Aikido stuff, but I also get, you know, uh, I don't know, any number of other martial arts and any number of other like, you know, various, you know, football stuff, just all sorts of things. But anyway, if looking at the martial arts, what I it it seems like to me is that. Where it's just like everything, it's all the same. Like yeah, everything is created treated, equal. Everything is treated as the same, like fundamentally the same, coming from the same place, so doing the same thing. Right. And there's no like, there's no differentiation between, did I say that correctly? Yeah. Um, Between any of the things that anyone is doing. So sword fighting is equal to... Wrestling is equal to boxing, is equal to aikido, is equal to John Wick gun uh, stuff. John Wick gun stuff is equal to stick fighting, is equal to like whatever. And there's, and, um, and this is, I'm just saying, from like, like looking at it without, you know, giving it any thought, you know, just like, right.
2: It's like how people live their lives nowadays. Like, what what do I want to have for lunch? Yeah, it's well, lifestyle choices. Right. It's just a, like, oh, I could have Mexican food or I could have a pizza or a sandwich. Like, and it's just what's my preference today, you know, rather than go like, like, and because most people live pretty easy lives, that is the the luxury that we have to go like, mm, I've gas in my car and plenty of money. So it doesn't matter which one right, I get. I right. can just, you know, whichever sounds great. I'm gonna have a taco today. You right.
0: Know? Right. Um, it, it's funny that, that, that thing you're talking about right there, like it, as long as I have plenty of money in my gas in my car kind of thing. Um, it, I have had lots of uh, opportunity in my life to, like, uh, do heavy things with machinery or or tools or materials. And it's funny because, you know, say, you know, a crappy socket set for most people – um, a, 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 a crappy ratchet and a socket set is all you're ever going to need to put some furniture together and maybe like fix your sink or something, you know? Um, but if you start doing heavy mechanics, you're going to destroy all those sockets in seconds yeah, yeah. because everything's torqued up so high that you, you just can't handle it, you know? And, and your, your your ratchet's going to fall to shit. Um, and so it's like, oh, no, you need the professional grade stuff. And like, so I, I think it's funny that it's like we treat like say a tool like Oh, it's a, it's a choice. Like I want, you know, cedar wood inside of my house instead of pine, you know, like I want the
2: tools with the red on them, not the blue. Right.
0: Right. This one's chromed (laughs) nicely or this brand name I like, or, you know, Right. but it's like, no, there's a reason why you pay a thousand dollars for that tool and 200 for that tool, because the thousand dollar tool will go all day. Right. Like for, for years and years and years. And like, you can abuse the hell out of it. And so the same is true with techniques is it's like you could maybe do a code of geish off of a punch be fucking hard but you could maybe do it um but it's just not as nearly as efficient as punching someone and if you're maxed out like the other guy's good then you're not going to be able to get away with that kind of shit i
2: think the comparison that you made is good but i I think an issue with it is that like people tend to look at things so in that situation where there's the really good tools the professional grade tools and the like okay tools Mm -hmm. and you pay more for the better ones Mm -hmm. like that's still sort of an easy to see example where a professional can tell a difference between eh, kind of shitty and very good. Mm-hmm. But that really doesn't talk at all about context, which is I think where people really have right. trouble with martial arts is it's like, okay, well, which show me the good one and I'll pay more for the good one. Right. right? And right, so, like, right. Right. it's right. a, it's a, mm. it's too easy for them to go, okay, some are good and some are bad. Show me the good ones. Right. Um,
0: right. Whereas uh, learning, uh, uh Close quarters pistol craft uh, to deal with an, a mom who's fit, verbally abusive is not really a good right, choice. Right, Contextually, right? right. right. The, the 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 gun skills will handle her in a kind of way. <laughs> They'll right. handle her, sure, um, right. but not in a way that'll turn out good for anyone, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, there's always the contextual issue as well. Yeah, you know? yeah.
2: And I think uh, we in in regular life in regular life choices, it's we often don't have much context to think about Mm -hmm. because one, like we're all kind of self-centered. So we don't see how my context could ever be different from your context. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to think about context at all because it's just, I'm always in my context. And so I never have to consider anybody else's. Um, And life is just generally like, you know, for us right now, pretty chill. And I'm just here living in Fresno, you know, and so there's no reason to to consider what if i was somewhere else doing something different and i need, had a different set of needs you know mm-hmm. and so i think just context is a thing that
0: people just don't think it's about it's hard yeah yeah and i think i think we, you know cuz we have this lifestyle i i remember reading somewhere that like the word lifestyle didn't exist till the 1940s And I thought that was really interesting that people didn't have lifestyles; they had like, like status Mm -hmm. um, and like you know, uh, like where you're at in life. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, you you didn't have a lifestyle. But now, because you know, there's such a large middle class, and and we have relatively affordable things. Yeah, there once was. (laughs) I guess. Um, Well, we still have the pseudo uh, middle class with credit, right? Like credit credit cards allow for the pseudo middle class. Um, But anyway, this is not this kind of podcast. This is not
1: right.
2: (laughs) We're on a tangent. Basically,
0: <laughs> what I want to say is that like um, you, you can just choose a way to right. be, you, right. and it can be whatever you want it to be. I'm
2: cottagecore. I'm a sure. goth. Sure, I'm, I'm a
0: minimalist. I'm, a, I'm a, a
2: Disney kid. Yeah,
0: like yeah, and like that's all just a choice. And so I think people think like martial arts are the same way that like well, standing this way is good, or choosing this technique is that's the kind of technique I choose because I'm a Disney kid. You right. know, that's Disney the way kids go to geishas. That's what they do.
2: Yeah
1: think even... kids go to guys yeah. put it on a t-shirt. Hell yeah they do. Put it <laughs> on a gosh.
0: t-shirt. <laughs>
1: that kid Kota a Yeah. No, I think that I think that I think what you're saying is 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 spot on, you know. And I and I think that it's like that that idea of the lifestyle is a big part of it. Um that it is the lifestyle of right. BJJ or MMA right. or you know, it's the lifestyle of going to the boxing gym. It's the lifestyle of going to the Aikido Dojo. It's the lifestyle of And whatever. like you
0: said earlier, they're all equal. So, um, well, well, I'll just be in a screamer guy because that's the lifestyle I choose. And so that'll solve all my problems. Or I'm a boxing guy. That'll solve all my problems. And then we get indignant. When someone says, well, that boxing is not really good for war. Right. It's not really good for self-defense. It's not really good for anything besides boxing, really. But people are indignant because, no, that's the lifestyle. And there must be a way to defend my lifestyle. Right. My lifestyle has to use boxing defense. So
1: It's interesting that we can talk about this both uh, internally and externally. You know, so we can we obviously talk about this uh, externally in that like all the martial arts are comp- the same. And also internally. All of the techniques are the same, right. are equal. All of the techniques, uh, all right. of the stances are this equal. This mentality the...
2: people apply <clears throat> in all levels. Right,
1: right. You know, oh, I can just as easily do... And this is actually one, I think, that kind of has hit me recently from stuff that we've been doing. Sort of the difference between, um, like, a Shomenuchi and a whatever inside cover what do we call that like if someone's coming at you and you catch from the inside is Yo, yoko
2: Minucci, to... i guess
1: yeah 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 um in- inside and, or the outside yeah yeah inside or outside i'm just trying to set this up in a way i think people would understand but um you know one of those is better than the other uh-huh. for for you no 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 in general like one of them is better like a, a better place to be from a self-defense perspective. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I oh, don't think I, I ever— Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. That so, I like, ever, off of the
0: technique, whether you move to the inside or the outside— Yes. And then one is just better.
1: One is better. Right. Right. And, and you would want to do that, but you might not ever get the chance. And 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 that's something that, like, only very recently did I discover—like, that I, uh, that I heard— set out right uh-huh. and then was able to contemplate and go, oh yeah, that, yeah. that is, I think thing. this
0: is a tricky thing that Josh is talking about. And it's hard to explain, but, but it's like a lot of times when we're doing forms or technique forms, um, you will not in the form move the right direction. Um, but it's just because that's the way that form works. And so like, you know, y- you could, you could, uh, hypothesize that you couldn't move to the outside. So that's why you did move to the inside. And then that's juxtaposed by other forms that move to the outside. And so when you look at those two forms, you might just think in your head, oh, I can move inside or outside. But that's not true. You should always try to move outside because it's better. However, sometimes you won't be able to. So you have to learn these as a backup for when you can't move to the outside. But the choice is clear. You always move to the outside.
2: Let me provide just a tiny bit of background to the background uh-huh. because I think maybe some of our listeners don't even understand like
1: why what the hell is- we're talking about yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so when
2: we talk about inside and outside so for Aikido, the idea is if, if we, um, at least the way that we think about it, um, we'd like to stay out of distance from the person. So stay autonomous, moving around. They can't get me. If they are in distance to get me, then I want to make an angle such that I am, the best place would be Irimi, i behind, behind them. Right. And so barring Irimi, I want to get, I want to start angling out to the side of them and closer to their back. So I was circling out to the outside. Mm-hmm. That's what we mean by outside. If they have their hands up, however, if you're inside of their arms, like literally like in front of their body, that's what we mean by inside. So I now I think if you listen to this and you don't get it, then go back to what Josh said and then re-listen to it again. And I think it'll make more sense what he's saying, why outside is better than inside. Right.
0: And, and, and understanding it this way, and this is kind of the exact same thing Josh is getting at, is like, you know, so we have these positions. So in Aikido, uh, when we're moving in relation to someone, we have – Muhanmi without a Hanmi, which is standing right in front of them. Then we have Hanmi, which is a skewed position to the side of them. That comes in two forms, which is uh, I and Yaku. And then we have Hitomi, which is side by side with them. Uh, and then we have uh, three forms of that. But, and then we also have uh, Irimi, which is behind them, right? So look, in Aikido, we always are trying to get Irimi. But a lot of forms don't show us getting EDME, but not because it's a choice that we made, but because we were unable to make EDME. And so – but just looking at the forms as an amalgam, then you go, oh, sometimes I choose to go this way. Sometimes I choose to go that way. I choose to go all kinds of ways. But it's like – yeah. Those are not prescribed. Right. They're they're like, well, it went wrong there. Right. And if you look at it systematically, you can understand it that way, but if you're not looking at it systematically, you don't get and it. And then right. you
1: and then you do and then you end up this thing. So you're talking about your uh your uh hominy, uh, and that you can have I or hominy, gyaku hominy. And one of those is better than the other, right? Right. right. Depending and this is the inside outside thing again. Right. If you aren't looking at it, in, as we're sort of suggesting that you should, those will also appear to you to be the, the same, same. Right, 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 right. And we've been experiencing this a lot, I think, recently in our we do we in our like later night classes we're doing application, and a lot of times people will end up in that gyaku Hamni position, um, and treat it as if it's just as good. It's just as good, right? The reason gyaku Hamni
2: is worse than I Hanmi is that because you want to move to the outside you are therefore moving towards your back rather than moving with your front side towards their back and it's right. harder to move backwards
1: than it is to move forward that's right so that's right you'd rather be moving so forwards gyakuhanmi to back. is
0: always prefer- preferable to or, or Hanmi is yeah. always preferable to gyakuhanmi
1: yeah um and again that's something that like until very recently i hadn't put together for you know, myself. Yeah. Um, and that's however many years that I've been doing this. So
0: I, I really think that like, you know, at the root of the problem is that we don't look at martial arts systems as systems. Yeah. And we don't understand that there is an idealized way to get something done. And then everything else off of that idealized way is failures. And and so it's not they're not choices. They're failures. Right, right. And so everything really is dictated by the person that you're facing. Like the person that is trying to attack you and you're dealing with or you're trying to attack or whatever. You are having to constantly deal with what they're doing. And that's what the system is answering, how they're trying to thwart you. Right.
2: And it's so funny because I've heard people say this. Why would you be training for for yourself to fail? And it's so hilarious to me because it's like that's like all systems. Is like if you want to put the word failure on it, fine. It doesn't have to be called failure. It's just if you, you either have A happens or B happens, mm-hmm. and if B happens, then we move to A happens or B. Ha- like it's just a, a, mm-hmm. a branch of a tree, and so you have an answer for if one thing happens, and you have an answer for if something else happens. And so, like, it, I mean, I, I guess the word failure really triggers people because they think then that like, oh, you're just assuming you're gonna lose, and it's like, no, it's not about losing or winning. It's about having answers for things that happen
1: well and we also in the way that we look at Aikido are sort of uh assuming that you are in a situation that you are likely going to lose Sure. Because you're up against more people. And I think
0: it's obvious in so. our martial art because that's the thing is it's like we're always outnumbered, outpowered, weaponed, out whatever. Um, but even in any martial art, right? Like
2: you have the ideal thing to happen uh-huh. and then you have the less ideal right.
0: thing. And the better your competition is, the more likely you are to not succeed at the first right. thing you try. Yes. And so that's the difference between a system and an idea. An idea is I'm going to punch you and you're going to go to sleep. That's an idea. Okay. Then when you punch them and they don't go to sleep, your idea just failed. Right. So you could then, if you want, study a system and a system would say, well, if they do that, then immediately cover because you're in range for them to hit you and then get to this distance or whatever, whatever the prescription is for that system. Right. Or you could just try and punch them in the face again, which already failed, you know? Right. And so so it's like this. We why just, would you train for I, failure? I, well, fuck, I, that's all I train for is failure. <laughs> Right. I don't need to train if it's not right. Failing. If it works, I yeah. I win. I just want to be the boss. And um as long as I'm being the boss, I ain't I ain't doing nothing else.
1: If I punch just in the, the face, face and they go to sleep, that's right. Yeah. I win. Uh okay, so circling back a little bit onto the the question This is a messy messy uh, one. I love it. I'm really enjoying it. I one. love it. <laughs> I think it's great. And anybody who's listening will love it too cuz there's plenty you This is one that I feel like like Maya said, you might have to listen a couple times and be like, well, anyway. I just, uh, I feel like
2: the vibe's right today. Yeah. All right. All it's right. Right. It feels
1: right good. By. It's beautiful weather. Um, so going back to the question and looking at uh, whether or not you do uh, Ukemi. Uh-huh. Um, and because I do see now how the question does sort of pertain to what we're talking about uh-huh. uh, today. So, oh, before were you
0: like, why the yeah, fuck is Chris saying I mean, saying it was this? no, <laughs> I mean, I,
1: I got it, I, I got it, but just kind of like, contact, like, so, but now I, I it's deeper it. level, yeah. So, uh, maybe we can answer the question or at least like talk a little bit about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I absolutely take Ukimi. Um, and sometimes i take ukimi out of frustration
1: because i i just going to say it's most usually, of the time, it's most usually. Of the time that's how i see it which is like ah <laughs> oh, just let me do this as
2: the as josh and i being the uh, example ukes uh, uh, that happens often where he's like Ah, I'll take the Kimmy.
1: I love it. You let that's me do it.
2: <laughs> and that's and that's when you know you fucked up. But
1: to be fair, it's usually like two or three times through that. like there's chances that you're going right. to try to do it and then Yeah, never, he, he anyway. gives,
2: he'll give you chances and then but and then uh, you usually lose them.
0: But the reason for that is because techniques are answering a specific situation and tactics are answering a specific situation. So if the Uke can't do the thing that the technique is answering, then it's stupid to do, right? It doesn't make any fucking sense. And I've been kind of on this tip lately. I've been doing this weird thing that I don't, I don't know if I've got it figured out yet, but I think like think to Josh and Maya, it's super illustrative. I don't know if the other guys are getting it yet, but, but like, um, and, and I'm not saying, I'm just saying that like, they've seen so many iterations that, I think they get what I'm saying and other people haven't seen a million iterations. But basically what I've been on to lately is I will show the form the way the form is done. And then I will show the way that the form works with an attack. And so when I'm showing the way the form works with an attack... You have to give the exact Raidu Kimmy or it won't work at all because it's answering a specific set of questions.
2: It's funny because what you just said, I'm sure to our listeners, they're like, wait, how's that? What you said is the same, the form and then the form with an attack. Doesn't the form have an attack? Yeah. So like, how are those? It's like right. the, the same it thing. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but I think it's, it's, it is a, a distinction that is being made. And I think. You'll. Some of you will probably know this when when I say it, which is that like a lot of the forms are built for a really just sort of milk toast uk who's mm-hmm. just kind of there, mm-hmm. and so a lot of the like the forms that we do are just like doesn't really require the uk to really provide much. You just go like, oh okay, I'm gonna attempt you. I'm gonna move myself to where I need to be, and then I'm gonna throw you. And they're just kind of there. Mm-hmm. And so what Chris is saying is the other thing, the, the thing that he's trying to add is an active. Attack.
0: Right. Someone who's
2: doing something. They're moving in a particular direction, moving their arms in a way. It's not
0: live. They are doing a prescribed thing that is the answer to what I'm doing.
1: Right. It's like it's like a
0: Jeopardy question. It's pretty pretty astute. It's much like a Jeopardy question. Aikido, it's like a Jeopardy question. What is an attack?
1: What is a what is stomach punch? I, I
2: think it's 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 uh, maybe another way to say this is with the neutral, like, sort of neutral milk toast mm-hmm. ukemi, um, it, it, like, you could do any technique and they would take it, right? Like, the same person with the same vibe, like, you could do Kodagaish, you could do Koshinage, they would come out the same. Right. But if you have the person who's providing a particular attack, if you try to do Kodagaish when they're giving you Koshinage... It won't work.
0: Aikido forms have become over time built for the uh, superior uh, information-wise nage to work with the inferior information-wise uke. Meaning that like, you know, it's built so the person who knows more about Aikido does the nage roll, and the person who knows less about Aikido does the uke roll, and so because of that, the person who knows less doesn't understand all the nuance of the technique.
2: So they're essentially like a live dummy,
0: kind of like a live dummy, yeah. right? Yeah. And and I think that's different than than a lot of stuffs taught like in uh, other styles from Japan, which is like uh, it's still got this you know uke nage shi, okay, uh, kind of relationship, but it's done where the superior student is in the receiving role. And that's because they can offer a more nuanced mm-hmm. attack and their, their attack is smarter. Um, and so it can fill in all those things. And it's kind of easier to teach that way too, because it's like, I can say, okay, if I attack you like this, here's an idea. And I show them to that and I say, ah, but now what if I do this? And then I can show them the next iteration. Whereas on the other side, it's hard because... If I show them something and they go, what if I do this? Well, I know the answer, and that's not helping you at all because right. that doesn't you're not you absorbing it. Right, right. To right. The that's exactly solution. right.
2: It's funny now hearing you say this, I can think of a million times where – um, you know, say I'm working with a partner and they're having trouble. You step in and you go here. Maya step to the side. Let me provide the ukemi mm-hmm. for this person to really get them in the direction they mm-hmm. need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why is that's because right. you can give them the exact right thing to feel. And a lot of times, happened. once
1: once they feel it once and kind of lock in, then then you can as the as an uke who maybe doesn't know as much can step in. And you can kind of together get where you need That's to be. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is, you know, neutral ukemi is fine. If they're letting you do sort of whatever. Okay. So I'm doing ikkyo, um, and maybe they're not giving me exactly the right whatever, but they're also not thwarting me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what ends up happening, I think sometimes is because they don't know, they're giving you something that sets up something completely else right you end up trying to do your nikyo or whatever it is and it's just not working or and or you're having to do a whole lot to get to where it works right which you know as you become higher level you can do like as nage i can a lot of times get to where i need to be with someone to to make the technique happen but it's not exactly what we're doing
0: right 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 so
1: that's i think where it becomes problematic is where it's its not so much that like you know they're giving neutral can I mean that'd be fine and then we could both get where we you know um but it's like when they're doing something and maybe not even knowingly thwarting the thing that you're trying to do right. and we do this all the time you know subconsciously we know the technique's coming so we'll turn their hand over Right, you know, like, oh, <laughs> I, I, know you're gonna be going for that Nikio, so I'm just gonna turn my right, hand over, right, 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 um, without even thinking about it, and so it's like, well, there is something else there, but I'm never gonna get that Nikio, uh, you know. So,
2: speaking of things that I think this is an like, uh, interesting thing when you have someone who's giving you sort of a difficult ukemi but as the higher rank student you can kind of figure out how to make it into the thing that it's supposed to be mm-hmm. um and you use all these little tricks that are within the the bounds of the technique but that are really kind of put them into the right position right. to be in but then what will happen is then the other student goes oh is that what you're supposed to do right. and they, and they, they start doing right, that right. extra shit yep. and this is something that I have kind of talked chris and josh's ear off about it already but it's really interesting to me which is the like the must-haves of the technique the optionals of the technique and the aesthetically choice that has nothing to do with right, the actual technique right, shit right, right and it's really hard to, as a newer student or just i guess as a general student in aikido trying to suss out what is essentially Nikyo? What makes Nikyo Nikyo? And if without it, it's not Nikyo. You know, what are the essentials? And then also, what are the optional pieces that like we sometimes use or we use when there's a weapon or, you know, we use when you're having trouble? Two hands versus one hand. Right, Locked exactly. Right, right. it on your, chest. Right. It on right. your shoulder. Exactly. Yep. exactly. <clears throat> the optional shit. And then there's also aesthetic shit that really is. Has nothing necessarily to do with making Nikia work at all, and it's just stuff people do because it looks cool. Yeah, and those three are so mixed up for
1: people.
0: And the I think. the less pressure you consistently face, the more that last category gets intriguing because you kind of get bored and yeah. so you yeah. make it fun. I
1: want to make it look cool. Yeah, I man. I want to dance around. Yeah. Yeah, I want to give them a little something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's funny because we, I think we've circled all the way back around to the beginning of the podcast. We were talking about like the pressure pressure or lack thereof really when there's no pressure, a lot of weird, crazy shit comes up, both for people that don't know what's happening and people even who do know what's happening, but they're just fucking bored. So then they start doing crazy right. aesthetic yes, stuff. They're exactly right. like, hey.
1: exactly right. yeah. I'm going to do a triple highball here because why yeah, not?" Yeah. Ooh, what's a triple highball? I don't know. I don't
0: know. Well, you'll learn one you'll day learn. when, you, when we'll you're give, chewed
1: on. I'll, I'll give it to you. <laughs> give you that. Just hold extra hard. <laughs> hold extra hard.
2: Just three. Wow. How would you even?
0: <laughs>
1: you would
2: need gone. like a trampoline where you like bounced oh, when yeah. you fell into another Hit high on fall. The ground.
0: Yeah. First time you do it, I give you a triple scoop of ice cream. I take you to Baskin Robbins right come. away. Three scoops of ice cream. Baskin <laughs> Robbins, if you're listening, we're taking sponsors.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> We need to get some sponsors for this uh, program. <laughs> doesn't have to be food sponsors, but hey, we prefer food sponsors. Uh, okay, well, where are we at in our time? Limit? Oh, I think we, we got you... it.
0: 51 minutes here. Oh, yeah. By the time Maya is done with yeah. the, the yeah. patrons so, uh, the but tip of the day.
1: I don't want to cut it off in case there is something, something left over to say, but I, this was a fun one, I feel like
0: yeah Lots I
1: really
2: say. enjoyed it,
0: yeah is important, and Kimimi shapes the way the situation is, and what you're doing if you're not just winning is adapting to their adaptation to your
1: idea yeah. and there are things uh that will help you in that right like and if you understand the context and you understand your goal, then you will be able to understand why a certain kamai might be better. Why a certain homni might be better? Why a certain attack might be better? Um, you know, why, for instance, if we're doing aikido in our context, you're not going to throw a jab, you're not going to throw a kick, right? Yep. No. Yep. Okay. So let's. It's, it's uh, almost uh, like sorry, aha, I, had the, I got her. Sorry, no, I, I had this her. thought earlier,
2: <laughs> and I forgot about it. But it's like it, you either need pressure or you need a teacher a good teacher and so pressure can be your teacher by like kind of beating out of you any weirdness mm-hmm. because there's no space for weirdness if you're seriously putting on pressure in live training although that has its limits but i think a teacher can do the same thing they can provide that pressure to you in the sense of here's the kind of training we're doing or don't do this right do, do, do that me. or let me explain why that thing is not applicable here like so if you don't have one then you need the other anyway sorry about that all
1: right let's thank our patrons who all make right. it possible for us to do this every week My, you look like a you look like an old person
0: that's how I look at my phone now yeah. well I can't she's hold- holding it really <laughs> like far out like, far away, far away.
2: <laughs> it's because my microphone's right in front of me sure yeah uh, thank you so much to Jason Vines William Glenn Hunt Spain Abney, Logan you can't question the high fall Heinrichs
0: <laughs> you can't
2: question the high fall <laughs> Adam Nicholson Matt Whalen the Dirt Wasp Podcast Nagemi Nagayu oh I wonder who threw who <laughs> 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 uh, Oh, that's good. That's good. That's Thank good. you. That's good. Uh, if it's worth doing, it's worth sucking shit at. That's right. Yeah. That that's right. is right. True talk. Sometimes I stop and wonder about life, but other times I just keep rolling. That's right. V, yeah. Yarrow, same to you, Madrona. <laughs> same to you. Amber Sand, Brooke Ferragamo, you got your chocolate in my peanut butter. You got your peanut butter on my chocolate. <laughs> I don't right. know
0: what it means, but all right. So it's like Reese's, Reese's.
2: If you're willing to send me some peanut butter cups, then we'll yeah, talk. Yeah. Uh Tommy Siv, Francis Cordone, Scott Will Uke for change or for change or food, mostly food, <laughs> Burns. Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippi Sam Sulian, O'Conn Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Franz Sometimes I Pay Attention, mm-hmm. Martinson, Yuli Group, Ryan Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Sito, Matt Mumford, think of a good name, think of a good name, think of a good
1: name, and Lenny Acuna. <laughs> That was a good one. That was pretty good. Yeah, that
0: good. Oh yeah, shout out uh, to think of a think of a good name, think of a good name, think of a good name, and to Logan Heinrichs, uh, mm-hmm. both kind of for their their input on that. Logan Heinrichs was the one who asked about the chemise, oh, um right there, right and right there, no. and that's on my Patreon you page. Mean
2: you, you, you can't question the high fall.
0: Can't question the high fall. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, Logan, you, can't you can't question, question the high, high fall, fall. Heinrichs. He's also jet certified and a, and a yes, master that, shatter that is, dragon. jet Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty serious. This guy, that guy's racking up the credentials. Anyways, but thanks to both of those uh, guys. And I for would their... say
1: for anyone who's listening and who is interested that you do have a patron uh, yourself for uh, the stuff that you do. And there's a bunch of videos and other stuff, cool stuff up there all the time.
2: Uh, throw us a so. rate, a rating as well if you haven't done so already on whatever yeah. uh, podcast platform you listen to us on. We How are we doing on
1: that? Uh, do they got like a, a podcast Rotten Tomatoes? Because it'd be know. nice to just look and be like, oh, you guys are... Four percent.
2: I don't know. Yeah, four percent. Oh Jesus! I don't know. Um, yeah. But throw us a rating. Uh, preferably a good one. Uh, yeah,
0: preferably good one. We got we got enough bad ones on there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's it's hard to be this awesome. <laughs> <laughs> comes comes with the hater haters <laughs> gonna hate i guess um also i had a thought what if they made oh, like boy. a like a tinder or bumble but for martial arts partners oh, like boy. You, you, oh like, looking for an uk you know yeah, and I you know. can swipe left or right on an uk right, and right, they can right, right. tell you whatever their credentials are and then, yeah. s- show pictures of them doing karate That's and
1: a shit idea. you got an app you got an app so right it's there. not really yeah. about love it's no, about no, training it's, it's about training yeah
2: I mean, you can, maybe you can find love while training too. I mean, I'm not going to stop you.
1: Um, that's
2: between you and your partner. Yeah, no, that's not. Uh,
1: <laughs> someone's going to steal that that idea. Well, that's fine. Steal it. It. I'll I'll it. it. I'll use it. I'll use your yeah, app if you that's if fine. you put it together. Yeah. Whoever you are, I'm just the idea guy. Here's I the question: think. What would you call it? Oh
2: shit! Someone's gonna. One of our
1: listeners is gonna come up with a um, Ripper. Gonna,
2: Ah. Rassler. 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 Like a Like like, like grinder, but a Uh, rassler.
1: Okay. Tip of the week.
2: (laughs) Well, I watched Seven Samurai the other day, and if you haven't seen it, it's pretty good.
1: Samurai.
2: Samurai.
0: Samurai.
1: So that's it, huh? The end. That's the
2: tip. I mean, it's a pretty good tip. Yeah, it's a pretty good tip. Watch Yeah,
1: I suppose that's a good. Yeah, okay.
2: I'm sorry. All our listeners are like, "Are you kidding me?" I accept it.
1: I've waited all this time for this. Percentage of the listeners of our listeners who haven't who have seen uh, Sam Samer. Oh, 90%? Yeah, 90%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure tip,
2: Jer- Jerry Wilson's out there listening tip like, tip, Maya, what are you doing? Is <laughs> worthless. Yeah, it, it probably your is. tip is
1: worthless. <laughs> it's fine. We're done. That's it. That's a good... I, I accept it. I accept it as a tip for this week. Only
0: right. 75% have seen Sanjiro, though, so go ahead. Okay. Go ahead and go. give Sanjiro a
1: watch.
2: What if we gave him, like, a survey monkey poll and just had all our listeners complete it and so we could figure out, like, what the... What the demographics are, you know? Yeah, we could do that. What kind of movies they've seen. You could
0: do that. And then, yeah, put yeah. it up. Oh, by the way, also, uh, oh, to our patrons, uh, uh. Um, I, I told you I'm going to send you some stuff, and I am. And it's March 1st today, because this is a week behind when you guys are listening to it. But uh, And I said I was getting it out today, but they haven't gotten it to me. So it is not going out oh. yet. But it will be coming so, out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, and if you're not a patron, then you can become a patron and get a, you know, Get quick some little, stuff.
1: Get some little, stuff. You still merch. have time. Still got time. All right. Until next week.
2: Bye, guys. Goodbye.